Hubhopper Originals. Hi all. So yesterday I was interviewed by Dia and Gautam, two wonderful children from uh, the Bhartiya Vidya Bhavan School in Kozhikode, Kerala. Here's the interview. Just listen to how brilliant these bachas are. Happy listening. Hello. Hello, ma'am. Good morning. We're calling from Bhartiya Vidya Bhavan. Uh, I'm Dia. Yeah. And my name is Gautam. Hi, Gautam and Dia. How are you? Ma'am, we are happy cool. Happy Diwali to you. Happy, happy Diwali. Diwali to you too, ma'am. <laughs> we're very happy that we got this opportunity. Yes, ma'am. We actually really can't believe that we are literally talking to you. This is so special to <laughs> us. It is blissful. Uh, and our principal, she was very keen to talk to you, but unfortunately, huh. she ha- a meeting came up and she couldn't join us today. Oh, so she okay. asked us to convey her regards and uh, sincere gratitude. Thank you, thank you, and my regards to her and to you all who take the trouble to connect with <laughs> uh, writers because we need you. You know, um, I don't know if you need us or oh, not. Oh, but no, we no. need you. <laughs> you enlighten us, so it is us who need you. So, uh, ma'am, uh, so you are called the fearless writer with a big heart, and I right. know. That's not an easy title to have, ma'am. Can you tell us what shaped you into the person you are today? I started out writing really sort of sweet stories, kind of easy stories, yeah. and let me say usual stories. You know, yeah. there's nothing yeah. unusual. I was doing the same template of what was uh, at that time uh, thought to be suitable children's literature, and I was doing that. Okay. But then I started working in the National Center for Children's Literature. I was heading that yeah. okay. part of the National Book Trust, yeah. and part of my work took me into small villages, into conflict areas, to set up libraries. And I realized, look, these sweet stories don't fit here at all. What I'm writing, yeah. there's no connect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these are kids who need their stories told. Very privileged children like you yeah. and people who are in cities, yeah. um, they need to know these stories because okay. you are the ones who are going to go on to make a difference in the long run, right? Not me. Yeah. So then I started writing real stories, you know, oh, okay. reality fiction, so and which experience. reflected the yeah which reflected the tough lives yeah, sure, yeah. that uh, children have and so they were not sweet uh, happily ever after stories oh, anymore oh yeah okay yeah. so uh, ma'am uh, i got to read a manuscript of uh, being gandhi uh, so okay after, yeah so after reading that uh, i felt it, it the, the chandrasekhar just felt very relatable to me as a student especially the parts yeah. where he talks about his teachers and the list he makes yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so ma'am you seem to know every atom of a teenager's heart as if it's really uh-huh. beating within you how do you do that <laughs> quite simply i never grew up <laughs> i'm a, I, i'm a 60 year old teenager oh my god <laughs> age is just a number ma'am it's all in the mindset <laughs> so but honestly because half my work is meeting and interacting with young people 
uh, I've worked with over three lakh children. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So um, I think what has been a, a great plus point for me is that I managed to get that voice right. Oh, yeah. And one of the biggest compliments I've ever got is I I published a story in a newspaper uh, about a teenager. And the, uh, one of the letters to the editor said, thank goodness you finally got a teenager to write for me. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> that was like high praise for me. <laughs> no, it really is. I just, uh, it, the, the character just felt very real for me <laughs> as a student. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, actually, um, I was so moved by one of your story titled Elephants Don't Diet. Uh, a, right. big, a big majority of teenagers are like so much beauty conscious these days. And mm-hmm. also many are humiliated by body shaming. And yeah. yeah. So what's your take on that, ma'am? Absolutely. That, that story, actually, it's strange that that subject should be in a picture book for very young kids. Yeah. That mm-hmm. came out of... I was uh, doing a session with very tiny children who were spending their first week in big schools. You know, as part of it, I was invited to come and do storytelling. And I used the word diet. Uh, And then I thought, oh, they won't know what it is. They're two and a half years old. Of course, they (laughs) wouldn't know what what diet is. Uh, So I I asked them, I said, but I never underestimate kids. So Mm -hmm. I said, do you know what a diet is? And they said... Uh, yes, oh. and all wow. <laughs> all the girl all the girls knew what dieting was. So that in itself was very telling. Many yeah. boys didn't, but the girls all every one of them knew. And okay. then I asked them. Uh, I said, "What is it?" And um, one one kid stood up and said, "It's when mummies stop <laughs> eating food. Oh. When mummies <laughs> stop eating food." So I said, why should mommy stop eating food? And one boy stood up and, you know, did the impression of a jokery <laughs> kind of fat woman and say, because then she looks so funny now and, you know, walking with his arms <laughs> oh out and God. all of that. And all of them laughing. And I thought, wow, you know, it means that women especially have to have this, yeah. like at a yeah. v- very young we age, to you're told that, that women have to diet. Yeah. So that was scary. Well, I um, think that's really, uh, you know, touching for a lot of girls out here because, uh, you know, yeah. all of us... We can find that everywhere that, you know, being mm. thin is supposed to be and a perception. actually be, uh, for a boy also, like, they should know that... Exactly. Uh, yeah. Being fit yeah. is supposed to yeah. be something. Yeah. So, uh, ma'am... And all, these, and all these stereotypes, you know, what is manly? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so we tough should, if yeah. you're not that. You yeah, know? don't And if cry. you're not that, you're gay. That yeah. is, you know? <laughs> And yeah. if you're gay, then you had it, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think it's much less in your world, I hope now. Yeah, for, I think for that now. that is changing. Yeah, that's changing. But yeah, yeah but it, till very recently it wasn't. Yeah. And it's not a complete change yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, hmm. ma'am, across the world we can find that teenagers like Malala to Greta Thunberg mm-hmm. are using their voice against in- institutions that have wronged us. So, uh, Mm -hmm. most of us have at least come across one situation in our lives where we felt like Mm -hmm. raising our words. But we are told to keep quiet. So, what exactly should we be doing? (laughs) There are two things. One, when I was writing a story uh, in my book, The Other, Mm -hmm. about this girl who sees something wrong 
and she's really upset about it. And when she comes home, and initially when I wrote that story, the father says, you should have stood up. Mm. And my editor said, look, I don't think that a father would tell his daughter, you should have kind of endangered yourself by standing up mm. for what you thought was wrong. Yeah. Right? And that's true. Would I tell my daughter? No, I no, don't think yeah. so. I would yeah. tell her first and foremost, be safe. Right. But, then but at the same time, but at the same time, we have to rage. Yeah. And young and teenagers must rage. That's your job. You know, <laughs> that is your job as a teenager to have that rage and that sense of justice and right. Yeah. Oh, um, so teenagers have it, you know, and it's inborn and somewhere we beat it out of ourselves. Somewhere we lose it as adults, you know, yeah. where we start becoming, yeah. we've seen too much or whatever. And we've become kind of, we've put up a shield, but you're still raw and you feel yeah. that raw rage. <laughs> um, so it's, it's really necessary that we, you feel that rage, you raise that rage. And so in a story of mine, which is on domestic violence, yeah. And when I tell that story and I enact it and my audience, my young audience is crying and I ask, oh. uh, you know, and they say like, it's, and I ask them, do you think it's a true story? Yeah. And they always say it's an absolutely true story. Yeah. I okay. say, but you know, like, why, why would you say it's a true story? I, so they said, because, and you know, sometimes they often say it happens in our own homes. Oh. It happens in our wow. neighborhoods, in my aunt's house, my this, you know, whatever. Yeah. Then, then they're all coming out and we're talking about domestic violence. And then I'm talking about, so what can we do? What do you feel? What do you do? Yeah. And they say, we can't do anything. So, but what, but still, you need to do something. What can you do? Yeah. So then we start. You know, at least that discourse, okay, it's wrong. We need to do something. Okay. So what is it that we can do? At least think, you know, at least feel, at least think. And as I'm in the Gandhi book, that you yeah. have to convert that to action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Ma'am, so that was a really different view on that. So talking about that, uh, you're one person with a lot of different views. So do you really think that uh, teenagers these days are so much into social media and mobile phones that they have lost their habit of reading and it has come down? Do you feel that? Um, first of all, I don't say young people have stopped reading yeah. because adults have equally stopped reading. If, if that has happened, then adults too. You know, let's not put all the burden on young people. And yeah. say children are not reading. I buy so many librarians. You ask them and say we don't get time to read. <laughs> yeah, it's your job. You've got to read. You know, and but if you're not finding the time, then how are you blaming kids and saying children's reading habit? And so, so one that makes me really irritated. Well, I should you know, make my mom hear reading. this. Yeah, the height yeah. of hypocrisy. You know, they're telling you to read. Yeah. They're telling you to read and not reading themselves. How can that be? But then they okay, are like, so that we are one. earning, and you know, yeah. Uh, so, but you're earning. You're doing your job yeah. as a young person. You're doing what's your job. Your job is not to be in a in in a career, yeah. but to study towards that career, yeah. right? Okay. And second thing is. I don't think children are not reading. I yeah. think they're reading yeah. because, and this is from my personal experience, I, um, 
even 10 years ago, nobody knew my name. Now yeah. I go to schools. I mean, look, you're calling me from where? Yeah, sir? I know. Yeah. Calicut. Yeah. From Calicut. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so you're calling me from school in Calicut and you've That's read my not, work. How yeah. can <laughs> I don't believe kids are working. You read it. You read me. <laughs> and so I get I get letters from all over the country saying that we read this we were really okay. moved yeah. okay. uh, it inspired me to do this i've been telling your stories I, a couple of people have made their professions out of you know what they read of mm. of wow. me so i think people are reading but reading has always been somewhat of an exclusive activity yeah. Yeah. just as everybody doesn't play cricket yeah. yeah everybody doesn't read and that's fine Ma'am, everyone doesn't have actually to i need someone like you at my home because <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm coming give me your address oh my god <laughs> yeah i'll 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 give you that after this <laughs> 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 yes okay yeah uh, so we got ma'am what do you think is the biggest problem teenagers are facing today from the from your perspective and uh, what is that one quality you wish every teenager had I think um I I don't know if there's one but definitely uh the 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 pressure yeah. to compete is yeah, a yeah. big one. Yeah, yeah. Um and everything is honed towards that one goal. Um what is the one thing I wish teenagers would uh imbibe is greater empathy. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, because we all live in our own little circle and we need to need to make those circles concentric circles where there's more overlap and where we feel each other's needs and wants and pain yeah you know mm-hmm. so that we can empathize yeah. and turn that empathy into action yeah okay. um so first is to feel if you don't feel you won't act yeah and the second is to turn it into saying okay i need to do something i need to step up Yeah. yeah you know yeah. if someone's being bullied i'll step up i'll do something yeah. Yeah. i'll raise an alarm i'll not be a bystander yeah 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 that's so cool. i think i don't think social media is a big challenge to me it's yeah. not <laughs> i think it's great it's because of social media that you're also able to contact me yes wow. yeah, exactly. um, it's because <laughs> yes. of social media that i i it's not a big devil to me <laughs> yes hmm It depends on how you use it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> if I sit in front of the television all day long, yeah. uh and become a um, basically a, a potato with eyes, <laughs> then then I've misused some a facility that yeah. I had. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. if instead in the evening I sit down and I watch an episode of Friends or oh, I yeah. see <laughs> Article 15 on Netflix or something and I've had a good laugh or I've had a good cry then I've used that media. So it depends on what you Ma'am, want. Ma'am, you are one it. of us. Uh, Ma'am, I'm coming there and taking <laughs> you home. <laughs> We could easily be best friends. <laughs> yeah. I I my best friends are our kids honestly oh. <laughs> they they get me as much as i get them <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so ma'am uh, your latest work is being gandhi i loved it mm-hmm. i read it and i loved it Thank it you. is a very it has a very good message that i think in these years should be propagated so ma'am what was the goal behind that book honestly it started with the editor 
for the 150 years of Gandhi, okay. uh, the editor coming and saying, uh, she knows me from, uh, you know, before and she said, Paro, please write a book on Gandhi. And I said, no, not me. I, that's not that, that's not my wheelhouse at all. But she persisted with me and I'm so grateful, which is why I've dedicated the book to her, <laughs> you know, because uh, I wouldn't, it's a book I wouldn't have written without oh. her suggestion and without her persistence because I felt I write Gandhi, I write uh, I write fiction, even if it's reality fiction. And what more is there to say about Gandhi uh, for children? Everything's been said. All the how many times are you going to read his biography? How many times are you expected to read the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. But she said no. But we don't want the same thing. We want your unique perspective, and yeah. only you can do it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so this only you can do it kind of project. Oh, okay. It's like a you know like a when you're fishing, you put that shiny thing for someone yeah, for mate. the fish to see and catch. <laughs> so that was the shiny thing she showed me that only you can do it. And I said, wow. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> but I think I did write a book that only I could write. Yeah. You know, um, and I have, I toyed with a lot of different ways yeah. of, of treating it. But eventually there was this wound, this raw wound that yeah. I didn't even know I was carrying within me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just rose up, it stuck in my throat, and it said, Write me. Okay. You know, so. The, so uh, so I I I brought Gandhi from 1947 because mm-hmm. not historical mm-hmm. it's not biographical mm-hmm. yeah. so from from the freedom struggle of the 1940s I brought it to the 1980s 80s, yeah. and I didn't I didn't bring it further yeah. because I want you the reader yeah. to yeah. take that leap from the 80s to the Oh, you know, okay. to 2020. Mm. I want you to take that leap and say, okay, but this is still happening. Yeah. So I still need to do something. Yeah. yeah. Ma'am, actually, that inspires us to write. Yeah. Right? It, it's it's just, a, I just love the message of being Gandhi again. It was very, what do you say? Relevant for the time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm talking, yeah. about, uh, talking about Gandhi. Actually, we are told from a very young age that we should never lie. But obviously, yeah. as kids, uh, we have at least lied yeah. once in our lives. Yeah. Uh, right. And right. you said uh, you were and will always remain an excellent liar. So, <laughs> how would you connect this? Um, <laughs> it's a way it, it, I discovered at an early age. I was 12 years old when yeah. I discovered that this is my core skill. Mm. My core skill is telling lies. <laughs> I could make up stories instantly. You know, like um, when I was in class seven and our teacher was asking us about pet animals that we had. And I just had a really old dog who was more like a carpet than a dog. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, when my turn came... Instead of old dog, what came out of my mouth was a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) And the teacher said, oh, that's so interesting. Come to the front of the class and tell us all about it. And I did. No hesitation. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Then I was making up, you know, a whole story about an imaginary monkey, <laughs> and I'm th- and in my head I'm thinking, wow, Paro, you're really good at this. <laughs> Ma'am, uh, talking about dogs, at the end of uh, being on the, I saw a picture of you with two yep. wonderful German shepherds. Yep. I think, yeah. Can you tell us yep. more about them? 
Oh, I'd love to tell you about them. <laughs> they they are rescues. There's a oh, wonderful okay. lady called Srila Baby who rescues abandoned dogs. Oh. Uh one of them was very badly wounded and had lost um almost all her platelets. Mm. And she needed an emergency um blood transfusion and it was so mm. critical that Srila actually brought one of her own dogs and said you know we can do- he can donate the blood okay. and i said but don't we need to do a cross match and the doctor said there's no time oh. i said but if it doesn't match oh yeah okay uh, nadia will die and he says yeah but if we don't do this today she yeah. will die anyway mm. and so she was really critical Oh. and the other one jia where she survived as you see and she's a beauty now <laughs> and uh, jia uh, had been somebody had thrown acid on her oh and so she had acid burns on her back and shreela uh, sort of fixed her and gave her all her treatments and everything and um, when she was well enough to go to a home yeah. then they they both came to our home oh. and that is maybe you, that wait, is very kind i think you me. maybe you can hear her maybe you can hear her barking right <laughs> uh, i'm just going towards her oh <laughs> <laughs> i wish i wish we were on a i wish we were on a skype call yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would actually love to <laughs> ஒர்க்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரியேட்ரிய
I'm I'm worried sick wondering what yeah. is my daughter going to ask me and how am I going to ask <laughs> Oh <her>? yeah <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say yeah. and I you know and she's looking at me very carefully when I'm reading it Yeah So afterwards you know, when I finished it I shut it and I'm going to think oh god what how am I going to deal with this <laughs> but um I said okay Aditi what were the questions Yeah She said these two people just loved each other why did society have such a problem Yeah oh, oh wow I I was stunned <laughs> And she said it was just love so what was why did people object why was why was there wow. violence So And I thought you know when would I have thought Yeah it appropriate for Aditi to have read this book yeah, but, certainly yeah. not at 9 and 10 yeah. maybe at that time I would have waited till she's 15 16 yeah. when yeah. she already has prejudices in her yeah, mind yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 but yeah. she read this pre prejudice yeah and so, so she, she grew up with no prejudice yeah, at all okay. makes a difference yeah oh, yeah? okay okay um so I think we sh- I think we've become overly sensitive about uh what's appropriate what's not appropriate give kids the chance they're extremely intelligent yeah. if you don't understand we should have enough trust with our gatekeepers that we can ask them yeah. i didn't understand this i didn't get it mm-hmm. but to simply say you can't read this yeah in my home we had open open shelf policies i mean i don't think it was even a policy it was just how it was <laughs> that there were open shelves you picked up whichever book you wanted so i oh. was reading books way beyond my reading level yeah, if it yeah. was a book i didn't understand i'd simply leave it yeah, yeah. or i'd come back to it and there, there were books that i read then which yeah. i then reread and i got a completely different oh okay okay yeah, yeah. understanding of it then I, but it did mean i didn't understand it I understood it at my level. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Le- I think parents really need to be more confident of their children's capabilities. I have enormous trust in young people. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ma'am now uh, a bit of a tricky question. Uh, okay. Actually we have uh, we have observed that all of your books have amazing titles that is they are so tricky and so you know catchy kind of captions and uh, titles so if you write right. a book about your story i mean your life what would be its title right. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> oh gosh i don't know hum hmm <laughs> well <laughs> i think i i think we'd have to Uh I'd have to give it more thought. First of all, I don't know whether I would write a book. Um, <laughs> no, I'm you should be right. Yeah, this is this is like um, it has been an interesting life. It has yeah. been and I know and sometimes when I'm talking about it, yeah. I realize ki wow, it's really been an interesting yeah. life. <laughs> um and the and and I have had a lot of experience. Yeah. Um <laughs> So ma'am you can give from it from the heart from the hearts of children that's oh, oh. wow from the hearts of children yeah <laughs> well, we are, we are actually writing. looking forward for that book uh, very we soon hope that you will be writing that <laughs> <laughs> you given me an idea yeah <laughs> so uh, ma'am uh, you are a recipient of a lot of prestigious awards including the bal sahitya academy award but what do you mm. personally consider your biggest achievement mm. The award is called the 
साहित्य अकेडमी बाल साहित्य इट्स बेसिकली बाय द साहित्य अकेडमी वॉट इज द मोस्ट प्रेस्टिजियस वन और वन दैट आई एम मोस्ट प्राउड ऑफ gosh all of them honestly i mean it's such an honor um, ma'am it need not be it need not be a award like a formal award okay. it can like, be your biggest achievement maybe like, a comment or right. maybe someone said right. something well, well i think this that um that i'm a fearless writer with a big heart i mean yeah, that's a yeah, that that's yeah, a, that's, know, yeah. that's a responsibility yeah. and that's a and in sometimes a burden um for instance i have a uh, a book called like smoke yeah which the first line of the book is i hate muslims okay yeah, yeah. and <laughs> okay. of course that's not that's not paro anand speaking that's the character in the book yeah. who's been told that her father has been killed by a muslim bomb mm. and then she and then so she's been brought up to hate muslims Mm. and um she in school falls in love with a muslim boy mm. um yeah so uh, i was in bangladesh at a festival and i was doing an opening session of the festival okay. uh and i thought i would read this book this story um and then at night i'm kind of sweating bullets thinking paro don't don't be an idiot yeah. don't do this story not in bangladesh okay <laughs> because but i yeah. did and the whole audience just fell into a kind of hush absolutely mm. and someone whispered did she really just say that <laughs> and wow. i'm thinking oh gosh what i you know should i not have done this there are hundreds <laughs> of other stories okay, but wow. at the end of it a man came to me and he was dressed in you know what the the muslim attire of a white pajama white kurta and come yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I, he was sitting there and he was really intensely listening to my story mm. but he came to me afterwards and he says paro anand you are not a writer you are not a storyteller is so i'm wondering okay what's coming yeah. and he says you're a you're a magician oh wow. my god and what and what we have just witnessed is a a show a, a, is is an expression of magic we wow. just seen magic it redefines you know? the fearless part of how we define uh, yeah <laughs> and i thought okay so it it's all right to be that fearless writer yeah and yes this is the story i should have done here and not taken the easy way out and told another story which yeah you know wouldn't and- have had that connect with a muslim nation Yeah ma'am and I don't know if this means anything to you but we have to tell you that we both of us are already a fan of yours completely <laughs> marvel I might say I might be sending you fan mail from now every month probably <laughs> <Excellent. I don't. laughs> I look forward to it Yeah so uh, I have a, I have a, I have a doubt like after reading uh, being Gandhi I have this is about the book inside the book I have a doubt about it Right so, Yo so there's this part where he just uh, makes a list of all the problems he has right and he does not uh, he 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 says that he can't write the 6th 7th and 8th problems what right. are they what right. are they what are they <laughs> i'm just curious now i you know i i've thought of a few things yeah um, but you know it's chandrashekhar's secret i'm not sure i should tell it on <laughs> that is I'm a very clever answer <laughs> Uh, but i have a few ideas of what it is yeah okay. because i know my characters 
No, not no, no, I won't say I know my characters. I am my characters. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know everything about them. Yeah. And um so yeah, he I I don't think I can share his yeah, that's right that's okay well <laughs> gautam was actually expecting that he was telling me no dia she won't say that it's up to my imagination <laughs> like from my perspective to wonder what yeah. it is i'll tell you what it is i'll tell you what it is yeah. it's it's what it is to you what is that one thing that you <laughs> cannot talk about it's that yeah, so like it's different for that. everybody right yeah huh? that's you did <laughs> and and now gautam yeah. is not going to say that too so it's like <laughs> yeah exactly i, I can't say it out loud exactly. <laughs> of course you can't yeah, of course there are things that i can't say out loud <laughs> but there they are you know them and so for each reader yes. i hope they say oh it must be this Yeah. yeah because this is what i have you know or this is my, like my secret <laughs> yeah. unshareable secret yeah yeah uh, so ma'am just finally uh, you said uh, you uh, you said that any age is not too early for uh, children to be exposed into the harsh realities of life so uh, mm. do you actually remember the first time you were struck so hard by a book and who do you consider as the best author this the book that converted me to being a uh writer mm-hmm. uh and being a reader mm-hmm. first and foremost yeah. first being a reader yeah. was because i wasn't a great reader till i was about 11 years old i didn't read i came from a family of readers uh yeah. but the book was um uh and this is like something for parents that every evening as a family we would sit together eat one reading their own book and oh. there was no compromise on that one hour of reading yeah. okay. okay even if my parents had to go out and they were very busy um even if they had to go out we would still find that time to sit quietly and i hated that time <laughs> i hated it because i mean to me it was a waste of time you know i wanted to talk yeah. but um <laughs> but then i found that one book which was born to uh, born free by um by joy adams which is about a lioness cub who is yeah. adopted by this couple okay. and my homage to that book is called born to lead which is first person tiger it's an out of print book and i hope to get it back in print sometime yeah but yeah that is um that's a book which i would uh, okay. the, which converted me okay. but also a book that kind of devastated me um uh, a bit you know um, i'm trying to remember the name and what i decided then was that when i'm writing for teenagers especially and children also yeah. um i would never leave the story in at a at a state of being hopeless oh. because i think that uh the teenage years are a dark time also yeah. and i don't want to leave my reader feeling that there's no hope i yeah. want you yeah. to see that glimmer of yeah. hope at the end mm. so always my story it's not a sweet tied up with pink bows um happy happily ever after yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah uh but that there is hope that mm. you can do something oh, okay. and convert that to hope Wow. Oh my god, ma'am. Mm-hmm. This really means a lot to us. I We mean, got to learn a lot from you, ma'am. Yeah, today, so. I have to tell you, I'm a 12th grader and I'll be leaving school soon and I'll never forget mm. this this 
phone call thing of all the 12 years here because i, I don't know you. like it touched me. i'm not i'm not really exaggerating but it touched me hard i mean thank you so much for spending time thank you it. thank you thank you so much ria and gautam and i um is it possible to get a recording of this yeah yeah sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, i would love to post it and just with if you can send me i don't know uh, link or whatever i'm technologically horrible <laughs> yeah but if you can send me something yeah. that you know i can yeah we can um, do that um post it to my uh, social media yeah yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure 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 it would be great that. yeah, yeah. Ma'am, uh, okay great so how wonderful that you run this uh, <laughs> Yeah, the re- yeah, the radio. Yeah, the radio. It's amazing. <laughs> well, we are having a moment right here. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, we are so satisfied that people come up to us and tell us that you know, good job, you guys did something good. Wow! Yeah. So, uh, yeah, ma'am. Uh, first of all, we like to thank you for taking uh, a very pre- uh, some precious time out of your very busy day. So, uh, thank you for that. It's not a busy day, it's a holiday today. Oh. And I am sitting and listening to music. My daughter okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and her partner are in town. We've had a lovely Diwali. So, a great oh. time to have had this. Yeah, and we would also like to thank Collins for actually the arranging publisher. this. The publisher. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you to Harper Collins really for for this and also for making me write this book. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was a very inspiring book. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much and I hope more people read the book. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah. Yeah. So thank so you. So thank ma'am. you. Thank This you. is it. Have a good day ma'am. Bye bye. Thank you. And I do hope you'll send me the link. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Thank yeah. you ma'am. Thank bye you. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट